0: What up,
1: everybody? Man, ah, it's so good to be back. Woo! We missed you last week, but we're back again this week, and we've got something for you. We we do. We've got a whole podcast planned, like usual, and to do that, to get to it, we need to just share a little bit of good news. Yeah. Um, start there. Get us on the happy note before we get to some of the hard, ugly stuff that is false gospels. So, who's starting? What, what's, what's good news?
0: I can start. Totally. I'm excited because in less than two weeks... All of the college students will be back. Let's go! And we have Oasis kicking off soon. Woo! And, super pumped!
1: And I feel like I need to clarify: Ben so actually pumped. is excited. I'm super pumped. <laughs> he, he, I'm, he just I'm has a, a migraine.
0: <laughs> so. I am actually really excited. So
1: usually when he comes in super hot on the podcast <laughs> and he was screaming and happy, he yeah. just has have a little bit of, a little bit of head head boo boo.
0: Yeah, let's not call it that. <laughs> I prefer not to call it that.
1: What isn't that what it is? You like <laughs> sure. the, you like the lingo, the the correct
0: terms. Is that what the kids are saying uh, these days? Head boo <laughs> boo.
2: <a> head boo boo. Jana,
0: what's what's good for here?
2: Oh, um, exciting for me. I've been working on my masters and I have two classes left. Gonna take those. I know, let's go, let's go. Take those in April and May, and then I'll be done. I have a master's degree. Nice. You don't
1: have class this semester?
2: No, I'm taking semester off. Oh.
1: <laughs> Amen. So that you can call scary. me
2: Master Jaina from now on.
1: Yes. <laughs> we got Master Pastor and then Master Pastor Jaina.
2: That's right. Master Pastor Reverend. He's oh,
1: our Master Get Pastor. <laughs> Wow. Titles are everything, aren't they? I know, yeah, right, it's the yeah. only
0: reason I'm in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't wait for you to finish your doctorate.
2: <laughs> Not Doctor, that. master, pastor. Doctor, minister. master, pastor. <laughs> Reverend. <laughs> Forgot one. I'll
0: never. I shouldn't say that. I have no desire to get a doctorate. Yeah.
2: Oh, me either. No, that,
0: that's that's nonsense. Much. People out there are Wild. Um, Good news for me.
1: Uh, well, I've been gone for a couple of weeks, so it's nice to be back in Brookings. I'm excited to just lay low. I was in Colorado for a week with my in-laws, traveling, doing vacay, and then I was taking a master's class in Indianapolis, or well, close to Indianapolis, and so. It, I don't know. It's just like when you've gone for a long time and then mm-hmm. you finally get back, it's like, this is so nice. I'm oh, yeah. never leaving again. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yes. I told my wife that. I said, I'm not leaving for a long time. So hopefully going she, she's okay with me being on the couch for a little bit. But. <laughs> and the reason we start and we talk about good news is because we're talking about this thing called the gospel. And before we even get to uh, what the gospel is, I want to look at a little bit of the word um, breakdown of the gospel. So... Take out the the, and add in an uh. What is a gospel?
2: Yeah, it's a lowercase g. Yeah, that there
1: you go. That's
0: good. Yeah, that's a, I think that's good clarity, especially when we're talking. And so what is a uh,
1: gospel? Lowercase g.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna start just real quick in, in the Greek. The word was evangelion, something like that. Yeah, I looked it something up I really couldn't cool. say it. So yeah. I fillet mignon, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> in is the this Greek steak version. It's, it's you know somewhere around there. No, but it was it literally means good news. And what's actually really cool is what would happen. It's it's derived originally from the Roman Empire, and and even in that, not just Roman, but this idea of they would send a messenger ahead and basically talk about this idea. The good news, the good news is that this uh, the kingdom is advancing. Mm-hmm. We have won this kingdom and so it'd be spread out. This good news being spread out. So it literally means good news. It's an idea of in some different aspects, also a truth or doctrine, a principle or opinion. Uh, we were talking before this. It's in Hercules. If you've ever seen the Disney movie Hercules, mm-hmm. where they talk about the first song at the very beginning, this is the gospel truth. Look it up. Mm-hmm. You can listen to the song. I don't, don't know. it's really just, the first one, but it is it, it's at the beginning. There. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I don't watch pagan movies, so <laughs> that's
2: fine. I wasn't that's allowed good. to watch it until I was older. Let that be known. To be honest, I think
1: <laughs> I tried to watch it like a couple years ago, and I didn't get the hype. People it's love good. it, but I don't. I didn't get it.
0: I derived yeah. my entire, like, faith as a child based <laughs> off of Hercules. So. Greek mythology.
2: So your kids watch it
1: repeatedly. <laughs> so oh, they...
0: No, no, it's it's demonic. <laughs> uh,
2: oh. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Greek mythology. No, away. they said this
0: gospel, the idea of this is the true story of what has yeah, happened mm-hmm. for that case. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Because I think we attach the word gospel to Christianity, especially if we're in this sphere. But mm-hmm. there's a whole definition outside of Christianity yeah. that gospel, lowercase g, just yeah, means truth, truth or doctrine. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can be just a normal language word for people. Mm-hmm. Um, what about we throw in gospels with an S mm-hmm. and we convolute the whole thing? Because <laughs> all of a sudden you start asking people, like, hey, do you know the gospel? And they're like, oh, yeah, I've heard of Mark. <laughs> right? And it's like, so what are the gospels? Like, what is this?
2: Yeah, those gospel books in the Bible—the first four of the New Testament—correct. Oh. You're making eyes mm-hmm. like I'm saying the wrong. No, no, <laughs> that's right <on>. I'm waiting <laughs> for I you to like, lay it <laughs> down. You got it in the noise. Yeah. Let's, oh let's yeah, hear. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Woo!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always get nervous so, for some reason when I, when I have to do stuff like that. Oh, when Cause you like, because like, 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 like I know them, but like you put me yeah. on the spot, it's like. I don't know. Am
2: right? that's good. Yeah, it's like, Wait. Am I saying the right thing? <laughs> I know this.
1: And, and why? Are, why are those the gospels? or the the, the gospel books?
0: Yeah, because they give the true story. It's historical narrative. The true story of Jesus, mm-hmm. exclaiming literally for for the early church and the church. The put this together the Bible, but those were the four they picked to be literally the good news of Jesus for mm-hmm. the entire history of the church.
1: Yeah, no, that was good. So from there. What would we say is the gospel? So if we're going to take out the uh and add back in the, like we believe in the gospel, capital G, as Christians, the truth, the good news, and what do we claim that to be?
0: Jesus.
2: The end. See you guys next week. My next question is...
0: (laughs) Someone help him out. Fill fill him in. I think that's the right answer. It is the right answer. No, one of my favorite, I think... I, I and I, you guys know this. I go to this text a lot. I've taught on this a little bit, uh, but Mark one fifteen. The time has come. Literally, like Jesus's announcement of why he's here and, and the aspects of what he has come to do. He says, "The time has come. The kingdom of God has come near. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the good news." And that good news in that moment, literally, is, "Hey, the kingdom of God is here. You can experience the kingdom of God." It says in Matthew four twenty three, Jesus went through Galilee teaching. Uh, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, healing every disease, sickness among the people, and people experiencing the kingdom mm-hmm. of God at hand, which is beautiful.
1: Yeah, and Paul will jump in later, and in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 5, he says, "'Now, brothers and sisters, I want you to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preached to you, otherwise you you have believed in vain.'" For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, who was Peter, and then to the twelve. So in this, it's it's the gospel summation in Paul's words as he's trying to call this church of Corinth back to the truth, the good news that is Jesus, and he lays it out so plainly, like you couldn't say it any better than that. The truth is just jesus yeah but it's the what jesus did it's jesus being in his perfect self dying for our sin being buried being raised that's important the resurrection is everything for christianity and then appearing in proof of that resurrect, resurrection yeah
0: and i yeah what i love so much about that is it's the reality of an event and so it's not just the truth of a story that it happened which it is but it, Looking back at an event that had happened, so the life, death, resurrection of Jesus, and then what that meant for all people. Mm-hmm. And and it's not just a vague idea of what we can, like, can we actually define it? Can we really know what the gospel is? Is there a lot, like, can more than one people write, and like, this is it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. It goes back,
0: like, hey, look what happened. That is it. Look what Jesus proclaimed, life, death, resurrection, mm-hmm. for your sins, for your salvation. Yeah,
1: I mean, one yeah. of the verses I've always loved is Romans one sixteen where it's like, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel because Mm -hmm. it's the very power of God that brings salvation to all who believe. And it says first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. But in that, like the order isn't what's as necessary. It's the fact that it's for all people, Jews being the people um, who who were the Israelites who were practicing the Jewish religion. That's who Jesus came to first when you see what he was doing. But then Gentiles, all people, everybody that's not Jewish, you and I are included in that group. Mm -hmm. And the power of God that is the gospel is what saves us. And that is dope oh yeah otherwise uh if we're if we're moving on from that i think we, we hit that pretty good uh <laughs> if you have more questions on the gospel please reach out we would love to chat with you about who jesus is what he did Just um, slip in the brennan's dms yeah <laughs> or the oasis dms that maybe be a little bit more appropriate but either way i'd talk to you about the gospel someone hit my dms on instagram and they wanted to chat the gospel I would. That's, do that. that's a that's a good yeah. day for sure.
0: I mean that I mean, that happens at eight thirty in the morning. You get done at nine thirty. You go home. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a ministry day. You I clocked in. I clocked <laughs> <now>. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're talking. You we can fun. tell we haven't been together for a, <laughs> yeah. in a while. It's Camps and several. vacations and school. It's like it's been way too long. It has been. It's, it's been, been a long time. It's gonna be good. Together.
1: That's one of the reasons the good news for coming back to Brooklyn. Just we're excited in to have you to, all back, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah It'll yeah, be so awesome. awesome. Or if, you're, if you don't come back to Brookings, we're still excited for you to listen to us for the podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the the title of this podcast is False Gospels. So we've given you the true gospel. We've given you kind of a, a word breakdown of the word gospel, but we haven't even talked false gospels yet. We haven't even touched the podcast title, and we're handful of minutes in. So what is this idea? Like, What are false gospels then?
0: Yeah, I mean, if we get it first derived from the reality of... because we're Christians, right? We look at the Bible and Scripture as an authoritative voice in our life. We talked about that a couple weeks ago even. Yeah. Go look back a couple podcasts ago. Uh, But you see in Scripture, this has been a thing of there being many types of different truths and teachings being said all throughout history and all throughout time. And that happens a lot of times because in my opinion, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, um, something that I want to be true either isn't, so then I'm going to potentially believe in a theology or believe in an idea or believe in a doctrine or a what i call truth because it either makes me feel great or it doesn't force me to be challenged or change mm-hmm. or press into things i'm supposed to but we see in scripture deuteronomy eighteen twenty, a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything i have not commanded or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods is to be put to death really? <laughs> which is aggressive so-, so there's a reality in Someone coming first in the name of Jesus, in the name of God, in the name of the Lord, speaking things that God did not say is not a great thing because most likely what they're preaching and saying is something that's not truth. So mm-hmm. it's a big deal. So it's been around for a while.
2: Yeah. So another verse that addresses this is Matthew 24, 24, uh, where it just says, for false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Um, so even in that, that clear of like, People are coming to deceive uh, with great signs and wonders, um, trying to corrupt yeah. the true gospel. Mm-hmm.
1: And I like that because it shows Deuteronomy, Old Testament. Yeah. Then you've got Jesus's words here in Matthew twenty-four, mm-hmm. and it shows this isn't a new problem. Like yeah. I think we we always like to elevate our problems and say like this is the worst time for this ever. Like right now, people are doing that with racial re- reconciliation. Like this is the worst time forever in re- racial re- reconciliation. And it's like, <laughs> is it? Like, were the 60s better than this? Yeah. Was slavery better than this? I don't know. I can't, I don't know. We don't need to do that debate. But we always like to elevate our own problems because yeah, we're in them. Uh, but this is a problem that's been happening forever. Uh, and and even Paul addresses it in 2 Timothy 4, 3 through 4. He says, For the time will come when people will not put up with their sound doctrine. So they'll throw away sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, like Ben was saying, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. And it's this idea that we find what we want to hear. Like, well, they didn't want truth because they thought truth was limiting to them. It was suppressing their freedom or or their individuality or X, Y, and Z. So they went and found other people who will teach them these myths or false truth or false gospels to let them do what they wanted to do. Uh, so, yeah, it was a problem in Jesus' time and Paul's time and Old Testament time. But there is a central piece that floated around post-Jesus in the early New Testament church, and if you didn't see it, you probably would be okay in how you still read the scriptures, but as you add it in, I think it opens up some of the issues they were dealing with with false gospels in the New Testament church. And mm-hmm. that word is Gnosticism. It's a, a whole sect of people that were honestly perform- were Christians, but they were now becoming a perverted version of Christians it wasn't a was it wasn't what it was supposed to be as the true gospel came Jesus died and rose uh, Christianity was birthed out of that and in that there was a lot of debate and there was a lot of ideas of like how the church should now function and in those debates and ideas there was this idea of Gnosticism and Gnosticism is just the elevation of knowledge it's something we pursue it's the, the pursuit of not we, something they pursued. (laughs) They pursued knowledge above everything else. And this sect of Christianity started to view all of creation and everything that was physical as evil. They started to see the only way um, for salvation and the only way to progress was to just acquire this knowledge. And so their whole religion became less about the sacrifice of Jesus and embracing grace and embracing a broken creation, but yet still the creation of God. And they would reject their own physical bodies and they would pursue only knowledge, only that was that which was spiritual. Mm-hmm. And this would it, it shows up in first John four two, really evidently, when John is writing to the people, and he says, this is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And he writes that, and we can we can read that, and we can be like, oh, that makes sense. But when you understand what Gnosticism was and the problem he was facing in this false gossip, bo- gospel in his day, they would have rejected that Jesus Christ would have came as God in the flesh because flesh was evil. Why would God become flesh? So then that would, throughout like the whole, a whole half of who Jesus was as a person. Like, they rejected Jesus as being fully divine because God wouldn't come into the flesh. That's evil. And so he writes this to address a certain group of people, and it still speaks prophetically to us today, but it helps when we understand one of the problems they were dealing with.
0: And what's crazy about this is I've, as you, there's an atheist, an atheistic uh, theology. I mean, or it's mm-hmm. not theology because it's study of God. An atheistic ah. doctrine, yeah. mm-hmm. um, or belief, an atheistic gospel. A gospel. Yeah. You could. You got a part of a part of their gospel is to deny that Jesus' existence. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. you even read a verse like that, it's like, okay, that's a part of a, a belief that is out there that denies that Jesus even existed. But also, I've noticed that, and in Gnosticism, they basically believe that there's two creators. There's the right creator who is the supreme spiritual, like all knowing father and, and salvation was as Brendan said, gaining as much knowledge as possible. So it's literally the pursuit of knowledge. And you were saved by the knowledge of knowing the, that there's one, there's a mm-hmm. difference between yeah. the two creators. Mm-hmm. So the ultimate supreme creator who, who created spirit and then the, what they call the Demiurge, urge who literally created the earth. Mm. And that's why they have this idea that everything material, physical um, is evil. And everything spiritual is good, and so the pursuit of knowledge is to save "My save by knowing the right God or right Father." And I know, mm-hmm. just like it's incredible to me that now it's switched in science and atheism. That yeah. battle that's happened—it's now it's huh. spiritualism and spirit is yeah. bad and evil, and what is good is science and physical yeah. and what can be tested. And it's like, yeah. It's, yeah, just yeah,
1: yeah. That is interesting. So, uh, not that you need to study Gnosticism or yeah. really even understand to a depth what that whole thing is, but we wanted to throw it on your radar because that was a false gospel that is so prevalent in the New Testament in the early church. It's something constantly they were having to deal with and teach back against. Otherwise, what are other differ- differing gospel books? So we said mm-hmm. we have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but maybe if you're listening, you've heard of other gospels. What what are those, and why do those exist, and why aren't they biblical, and X, Y, and Z, fill in that
2: blank. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you've got the the gospel of Timothy, which we still have in our canonical Bible, uh, but there's some other ones like the Gospel of Judas um, that still tell the gospel story, still tell truth, um, but throughout church history as they've done all their processes of canonizing the Bible that we have today and deciding what goes into it, what it what doesn't. Um, those were left out or mm-hmm. just not labeled as a gospel.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, Timothy, actually, the Gospel of Timothy is different than the first and second Timothy. Right. Yeah, so then I think people get that confused, though. They're like, oh, I've heard of Timothy. Yeah, I've heard right. of Timothy. I, think I said that wrong. Yeah. You're right. No, no, no. It's fine. But if people get confused and they're like, I've heard of Timothy, I know that's in there. But the Gospel of Timothy was this book written, debatably, if it was even by Timothy, mm-hmm. to explain what who and what Jesus was. And when the early church was putting the Bible together, they recognized that this this Gospel of Timothy didn't line up with the other four Gospels and some of the other things they believed about Jesus. So it got left out of the text. Um, And that one is just one that we would consider non-canonical, so non-canon, and it just isn't affirmed as biblical text. Or like the Gospel of Judas was this gospel that was written by a group of people who were Gnostics trying to give evidence and literature that backed their belief in Gnosticism. So we know Judas is the guy who betrayed Jesus, and then he committed suicide and, and died. So he obviously didn't write this himself, but they wrote it in, on his behalf to explain what would have been his reality. Mm-hmm. And that again, that's a gospel, it's a mm-hmm. truth of Judas, <coughs> but it's not a truth of Christianity.
0: Yeah, and how they kind yeah. of put together, one aspect of how they put together the New Testament was they put it up against a test of, okay, were these people closely walking with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in that, can it be tested well to, and they actually use narrative, which I think is really cool to be a part of it so the reason we have matthew mark luke and john is that they literally gave specific really intimate details of jesus's life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you have the gospel of philip who philip was a follower of jesus one of the 12 like he was a follower and it's like it's one of those things where you see in his gospel it is almost more like a sermon had no details on jesus's life and the on a on big reason it also wasn't included in the new Testament is there were enough theological disconnections between what was in the original four gospels, detailing Jesus's life versus the gospel of Philip. And then you have not even followers of Jesus is something called the gospel of truth hmm. by a second century uh, early hmm. Christian, like church father Valentinus. Hmm. And he basically kind of like the gospel of Philip did the same type of thing. It wasn't anything to do with Jesus's life more what he thought he tried to write a book that actually, Kind of canceled out the original four gospels. Mm. He thought there were details mm. that were wrong, and so wrote this gospel right. And it's more on ritual yeah. stuff like <clears throat> baptisms and marriage, yeah. and like just different yeah. stuff like that. So there's a, I mean, you can easily Google. There's ten different gospels out there. Yeah, uh, that some you can actually read through, and there's Gospel of Peter, of Mary Magdalene. So there's different things. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So all of them. <laughs> There's four we would always affirm. The other ones can be beneficial for certain things. Super good. They yeah. can be beneficial mm-hmm. to read them, but they're not biblical truth, so please don't read them that way. But mm-hmm. I want We wanted to put that in here just because you hear these gospel, and yeah. you, so you think everything's truth, and then it's the gospel of Judas, and you're like, oh, this is a true story about Judas. And it's like, well, not, <laughs> not completely accurate. So when, when we move past all that, if we're keeping going on, and what, what is our outline here? What are the gospels that are false that show up in our day? Like, you kind of threw out this idea of, like, the scientific revolution that reversed what Gnosticism Mm -hmm. practiced. What are other things that we say, like, people declare this as truth, they declare this as the way things happen, this is their doctrine, their belief, Yeah. but it's contrary to the way of Jesus.
0: Yeah, and, and some of these, one is, it's called the prosperity gospel, which is a big, it's one of the fastest-growing mm-hmm. theological beliefs in Protestantism, uh, and so in evangelical Christianity, which whatever that means. <laughs> but it's this idea of Jesus is literally a means to wealth, to health, and to prosperity, mm-hmm. to blessing. But it is blessing based off of a material view of how the world operates yeah. and works. Um, I believe in a aspect of a prosperity gospel that says, in Jesus I can and have and do receive blessing. But in that, my view, my how I also interpret scripture and read that is it's from a spiritual side as well. Like Mm -hmm. I believe here's something that's really weird that I, uh, that maybe will bring some controversy and we can talk through, but I think there's an aspect of the prosperity gospel that I believe in this idea that Jesus wants to heal all Christians. Mm. Mm -hmm. What I don't wrestle with is it has to be immediately right now. It's yeah. I don't wrestle with the 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 when of it. I, I know the why and motive behind because he loves mm-hmm. just people, right? He yeah. doesn't desire for people to be in pain. He doesn't desire people to, to, to feel and, and, and just to go through suffering in some aspects. Um but it's I believe he'll heal all. Well, I, I wrestled with this a year ago with my grandma. Like so this idea of like are my grandma being healed, and this is really weird and sounds really like dramatic and, and maybe <laughs> like super, super dark. But my grandma, who struggled with Alzheimer's, like a great healing would have been, hey, she no longer had Alzheimer's. And it was clear mm-hmm. I knew my name, and mm-hmm. we were able to have awesome conversation. That, that, that wasn't happening. And so she got into the hospital and was really sick, and there was a moment that I had of just the Holy Spirit within me, like at, she had passed away and died, and it was one of – her dying was the greatest healing that could have happened because yeah. she was with Jesus she knew mm-hmm. Jesus yeah. mm-hmm. and that's really dark and that, again it's like a year ago but like that's one of those moments and things where that's an aspect of a prosperity gospel thing that in Jesus there's this idea of prosperity of blessing mm-hmm. of goodness
2: mm-hmm. it's
0: just how we alter it and talk about it and 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 push people towards it i think is negative <laughs> at least the oh, prosperity yeah. gospel that is taught out there
1: so what i hear you saying is Jesus would love if I was driving like a Lambo. Like, not only would he love it, but I think he wants to give that to me. Listen, you just gotta speak it into existence. Yeah, if you, I have just have a, <laughs> you
0: have to have a word of faith. If I start really
1: <laughs> like if I really start yeah, manifesting these these words of truth and I start believing for it and I really put the I really put my time in, I put a good shift in for Jesus. I think he wants to bless me with like a five hundred thousand dollar house. Or like a couple boats. You know, like, that's what I'm hearing you say, right? Perfect. All right. That's what I was thinking. I will write the check. I'll put the deposits down right now. Jesus, you heard just, it here you first. Just,
0: you just have your best life now. <laughs> oh. And you just have to have faith. What's well, not to like about that? That's appealing. Yeah. The problem yeah. is, is the whole idea of health, wealth, and prosperity in Jesus from a material worldly aspect mm-hmm. and point of view is that we're rooting our happiness, our joy, our peace completely yeah. in earthly things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not in Jesus.
1: Yeah. yeah. I hope you heard all the sarcasm in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't expect a it boat or a house. or um, But what we do expect is, in a way, Jesus wants to care for his children. Yeah. yeah. So be open to what that looks like. Yes, that's good. Mm-hmm. Like, can $25,000 and you living a, a, not above your means, living within your means, doing things in a... I mean, just doing things at the base minimum, could that be Jesus' provision for you? Absolutely, that's blessing. Yeah, yeah. There's people who don't have that. Mm-hmm. So like we, we define blessing a certain ways with the prosperity gospel kind of breaks. And then, yeah, like he was saying, it's just this, it has such an appeal to it because who doesn't want the house and the yeah. boats and the cars yeah, it's super and the stuff? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like that's why it grows. That's why people come to it. And then here we've got a couple texts that will show you just why it's wrong like when we emphasize all of these material possessions in this prosperity sake of that, we go against what Matthew taught, or Jesus taught in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew six. And I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but essentially he talks the back and forth between God and money and how the the two almost can fight when our desires are split between them. And he he ends up saying you just can't serve two masters. You can't serve both God and money. And people will take that and they'll say money's evil. Possessions are evil, and that's not what Jesus yes, is saying. Here. That's good. Yeah. The prosperity gospel is not just the fact that hey, you shouldn't have a car or like you shouldn't have a house. Like it's okay in America to have a decent car. It's okay to live in a house. Like but it's not in a-
0: Canada. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <sorry>. But I- <laughs>
1: I, don't, I can't speak for Canada but <laughs> like those are normal things that we just have nowadays you know what I mean so it's like it's not against that it's against the the longing the love the desire the service your whole life is oriented towards those mm-hmm. things uh, Jesus does it again when he talks about the rich young ruler in Mark 10 and he does it again in Luke 12 when he tells the parable of the blessed farmer Good. and the farmer stored up all of his money his only emphasis his only thought pattern was on how do I get more? And that very night, he lost his life. He lost it all. So anything to add prosperity gospel-wise? No. Let's move on. Let's let's do the other one, and then we'll come back to it. Um, We'll come back to the end, just some of the other things we need to say. But what is the other main gospel I feel like we've seen in the American Christian history, if we were going to say it like that? Like if prosperity gospel is like... That's like number one HUD honcho false gospel yeah just sure. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's still mm-hmm. on the rise. but what's the other one that we've seen historically?
2: Yeah, a big one is just a push towards uh, what we would call social justice gospel. So this belief that um, justice and and like freedom and like again kind of like the prosperity gospel, like goodness of life here is more important. Um, to the extent that we diminish, like, salvation in the eternal life.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, again, the reverse of Gnosticism that says what's here and what's now is the most important. Mm -hmm. And so you hear social justice and you're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. But, again, the social justice gospel is the perversion of something that is good. It is good. Prosperity Mm -hmm. gospel is the perversion of something that is good. God does want to bless you, but we've changed that. Like, God does want us to care about the poor and the needy. He does mm-hmm. want us to care about who, those who are oppressed. But when we pervert that and we make that the sole thing, yes. that's more important than Jesus. Yeah. That's more important than heaven. Yeah. That's more important than eternal life. Mm-hmm. What's here and now, matter, that's what matters. Yeah. Like That's the broken piece of it.
0: Yeah, and this one, yeah. honestly, is tough. I think this one's harder to wrestle with mm. more than the prosperity gospel one is. Mm-hmm. I, I, for me, and this is a personal thing more than anything, it's it's one of those, it's, it's so such a semantics thing because it's how do you differentiate between something that is a social justice gospel versus recognizing that social justice is a gospel issue. Mm -hmm. And and, and there's two different things there because in social justice, we desire to want to push back against structure, system, or self that is oppressing vulnerable and weak yeah like okay whether i mean rest s- rate res, race sex gender i mean it's just there's things that happen because people are weak or vulnerable or literally things have been put in place to oppress mm-hmm. and keep them down it's like mm-hmm. that's a problem that is a justice issue because there's something about how that person was created that's being attacked uh, the yeah. imago day and someone else something is being per- perverse against them so we want to do something to say yeah. hey no something needs to happen mm-hmm. like that's not right that's not of of the father that's not of god and so it's, I wrestle with, okay, how do I treat people well, equally, and work against systems and structures mm-hmm. that are not looking out for the weak and vulnerable? And it's, I think that is, a, that's a gospel issue because it's a Jesus issue. Mm-hmm. To make it a gospel in and of itself is what we're saying is that's the negative. And yeah. I think some of this looks like that's really like to service project stuff. I, I think the yeah. idea of like, I, I, one, a hero mindset to think I can go and serve something or do something to, to help someone mm-hmm. or save a community needs to be pushed back against a little bit. But this idea of like, I'll go and I'll serve and I'll be a part of rallies and I'll be a part of these things, but I'll never really sh- talk about Jesus. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. There we got to push back on that a little bit because as much, you can do a ton of great work here on earth now, yeah. but salvation, I mean, eternity's yeah. a thing. You know? It's as real.
1: Much you, as much as you meet people's needs, yeah. you still need yep. to meet their yes. spiritual yes. needs. So both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, it's a both yes, and thing. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there any other gospels besides these two that you would maybe let, hear or talk about, or like you've seen people fall into?
2: Politics. Ooh.
0: <laughs> All right, go there. <laughs> I mean, just the idea of we we saw it in the last four years yeah. with mm-hmm. the pre- with elections, with the president, with with Trump. I mean, just this American with COVID, with COVID American yeah. Christianity. We've allowed politics and what not things not to be pushed up against our freedom to be a priority over our faith. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. what we've done also in that, or, or not even in but even, or for some people it's, we've equated a specific political party to the right Christian political party. Mm -hmm. That's idol worship. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that is. And so we've allowed, yeah. So we literally put what a Republican party would say, we'd say, or, or Democrat, either way, Mm -hmm. either party. Mm -hmm. But this idea of American nationalistic Christianity is so, uh, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous.
1: Well, it becomes people's truth. Yes.
0: Yeah. And so it become, becomes their gospel. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: We're not necessarily c- submitting to gospel biblical truths, yeah. but we're submitting to, to party truths yeah. or mm-hmm. to these things. Yep. We're, yep. we're thinking the way they want us yep. to think, not the way God wants us to and think. And then
0: put that and think that that's how Jesus probably thinks. And mm-hmm. it's both oh, sides. Yeah. It's every yeah. side of every political yeah. aisle of mm-hmm. everything on mm-hmm. a lot of different issues. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Is there anything else? Yeah. Is there more? I other... mean, we can keep going. Yeah, I mean, the sure, the, keep... the classic word of hedonism, which is, <laughs> I, I think, more so just it's living for yourself, but that mm-hmm. happens in Christianity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, I mean, yeah. there's, we can keep. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, <laughs> I
1: what, what's the other? What you said uh, the first, pers- the personal gospel. Per, there's a personal can... gospel. So that yeah. would be that. The yeah, personal the hedonism, gospel idea of yeah.
0: hedonism. I mean, there's legalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that you saw that in Galatians one. Literally, Paul and in, in I think it's Galatians one five, like the first. Five to ten verses, something like that. He literally is pushing back against uh, the, Galatians, the Galatians, the church in Galatia, adding on law to God to salvation to the yeah. gospel, and it was circumcision issues. But what I mean, legalism, moralism. I mean, I, do you want to talk about self help stuff? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I just don't know how far you go. What counts? Yeah, as gospel, what, what counts? Doesn't. I think somebody doesn't. could be
1: there. Yeah, I think yeah. it becomes to the person, right? Yeah, what's yeah. good. Well, good? What do you define as your truth? You know, yeah. to throw out the culture's language. When we start to elevate these things that aren't Bible, that aren't Christianity, to mm-hmm. truth, yeah. this is how I live, and shape, and form my life. That becomes your gospel. Yeah, that's yeah. what you like. That's what we're calling. Like, if you hear anything at Oasis, I hope you hear us call you to a gospel-centered life, that your life would be formed around the biblical truth of who Jesus is and what he's done for you. When other things start to creep in and shape and form that, they become false gospels. Mm -hmm. And I struggled when I was first reading through the Bible. I I vividly remember, I was reading through all these letters Paul was writing, and I was like, man, he hates these false teachers. (laughs) Like, he just is always talking and warning people about false teachers and false ideologies and... I was like, "I'm so glad that doesn't exist today." <laughs> you know, because I in my mind, I was like, nobody's coming and trying to bring me into this random religion. Yeah Nobody's yeah. coming and trying to like convince me of like this spiritual reality. Like I grew up in the Midwest. Everybody was Christian, right? Like I put <laughs> finger quotes around that. But as I've grown in the church I see... I mean, everybody everywhere is, like, trying to pull you in different directions. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. your organizations, like, you, the what you believe, what you watch, like, you're being formed into something. Mm-hmm. So we need to be really intentional that we're being formed into the true gospel, that which is of Jesus. Where I want to end this little conversation is, how do we know if something's a fake gospel? Like, we talked about all, we just listed like a thousand and we talked about (laughs) anything can be a fake gospel, right? That's literally where it ends. Like it all Mm -hmm. could become your truth or like the prosperity gospel. It's on the rise. It's growing. It's continuing to have more people like commit to it. So Mm -hmm. how do we warn our people? And it's like, yo, you got to be on watch, but I don't even know what I'm watching for. I don't really even know what it looks like. What do we say?
0: Yeah, so we'd go back to Scripture, right? 1 John 4 says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets, false teachers have gone out into the world. Mm -hmm. And a way that you test, yes, you want to use Scripture. I think having people in your life who really love, that you know love Jesus, okay, what do they think about a certain teaching that you have heard or, yeah, yeah teaching that you've heard one of the best things that i do and things that i reflect on is okay this is teaching that i'm hearing reflect the teaching and love of jesus yes so Mm -hmm. good for 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 god and for neighbor Mm -hmm. does that does that match up Mm -hmm. okay and if it does great Mm -hmm. let's talk about if it so there's like that's the number one for me number two is okay is it obviously against the other aspects of scripture that i know what is my community people that i trust and know love Mm -hmm. jesus say about it yeah
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Just biblical, lining it back up with the Bible, which means you got to get in the Bible, you got to read it, you got to get to know it, you got you yeah. to spend time with it, you got to cultivate your relationship with God through it. Uh, and even in this, I, I just wanted to say, like, when I think about prosperity gospel or just like the me gospel or any of these things that try to elevate self, like I am always struck by what Jesus did and who He was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was God in the flesh, yet he laid his life down on a cross. Like, none of us would choose that willingly. Yeah, You know, like, that is, that's the, that's the opposite of what most people would say is prosperity. That's, that's not the kingdom of Jesus, like, coming in and riding in on what, what is the chariots and taking the throne and ruling. Like, that's laying his life down. And then it doesn't even stop there. Like, look at the way all of the apostles died except for John. Like, they're all martyred. Like, that is not prosperity. Like, that's a very authentic version of Christianity that is suffering and hardship Mm -hmm. and perseverance for the sake of the kingdom of God that's eternal. So when I hear some of these, the false gospels, it it breaks my heart, but I cling to what Jesus did and who he was in his life, and it gives me hope. So it's good. Anything else you guys want to add here at the end?
2: It's good stuff.
1: Watch out. There's people out there (laughs) trying to trick you. Watch, but, out. Watch, watch out. Watch out. <laughs> watch out. Be on guard at all times. <laughs> Be alert. No, a little serious, but not probably that serious. Um, we love you. Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you yeah. next time. See you guys.
2: Bye. Bye.